Hi, everybody. Welcome to Infinite Horizon. <laughs> Sorry. We're laughing because Olivia was telling us weird stories about stuff. We were talking about something completely normal one second ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's exactly Definitely what... Definitely not that, conspiracy theories. That's why, that's why we are so serious right now starting this. Um, moving on. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being so, so uh, patient, um, both with that half-hearted bailout of my own joke and also with us uh, being a little late today. So um, we're going to keep this short so we can get immediately into things. We're also probably going to go just a, just a touch later than we normally do, kind of like last time, <laughs> but less late. Um, so with... They love you. Yes. Uh, before we start... I do have a couple of things to say at the beginning, which is that, um, first of all, <laughs> you can buy our merch. God, where's mine? I'm so jealous. Oh. I know. That's that's what I was saying until yesterday when it just sort of arrived, or the day before. I, time has no meaning. Um, whenever Thank you, it Lucas. Got here. I really did not want to wear this shirt for, for yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I will be honest with you. I forgot you were wearing that. I mine was it was not out of any charity to oh, you, Freeman. It was purely I, out of just excitement. For everyone involved. It was I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, it was purely excitement. Um, so yeah, mm. that you can get this, this, and other wonderful merch in our merch store, um, which you can find somewhere down there, in in here, you know, in this sort of down there general vicinity. Anyway, um, so yeah, the other thing, and this is something I'm very excited about, and I can't wait until the end of the stream to like to bring it up. Ramblemancy. This week, we are having finally, after we are having the the highly anticipated uh, episode where we have the Cipher Unlimited crew as as guests. We've gonna we're gonna have. Spigs. We're gonna have Alpha Dean. We're gonna have Ancient Albatross. We're gonna have the whole gang. It's gonna be great. Yay! Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you that Al was confirmed? <laughs> no, I thought we. I didn't. I thought we were missing out on Ancient no, Albatross. No, we're this not. Is news he. To me. He. Uh, they messaged me later, telling me that uh, that he's gonna be there. So. Yay, we got. Sweet. We got them all. We got everybody. So. The whole crew. I'm very excited about that. Um. So be sure to tune in because as we have our on Friday, we'll have our first, uh, first episode of Ramblemancy dedicated exclusively to the Cypher system since, like, the third episode uh, of Ramblemancy ever. So I'm very excited. Also, Gemini Lightning, thank you so much for you. that subscription. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks. Che cheers and salutations. Keep producing. We will. Woo. Thank you. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say before we go to our intro, because we're already very late. Uh, no, it's gone. No, it's back. Uh so those of you who <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i just i was very low energy before the stream started and now i just like jumped into chaos mode so here we go uh so uh those of you who were able to tune in on saturday for our borderlands 2 stream with uh john and brie and i thank you so much for being there and for hanging out with us for like five and a half hours that was amazing it was so much fun so much fun in fact that we are gonna be doing it again this weekend so if you missed it the first time or just really enjoyed it and wanted to see more, here it is. We're going to do it again. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, I don't. Th uh, there are a lot of great clips that came out of that one that I am currently going to – I am currently in the process of editing into a montage, and I'm very excited about that. And, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, all that and more this week. I was going to say at Rule of Lore, and then I tried – I was like, that, that's going to rhyme. 
Let's go ahead and get the show started before I say anything else that's any other stupid things come out of my mouth. No, it's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Anybody else have anything else? <laughs> no? Olivia's cool new hair. Yeah, Olivia's cool new oh. hair. Thank you. I my my girlfriend just shaved it for me during quarantine. I feel like that's just part of the gay experience. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So All right. Here we go. We're going to start the show now. Uh, let's see you in a couple minutes. Some will say Um, let's see if I can get it together enough to actually recap. So, previously on Infinite Horizon. Nope, we're already off to a bad start. Um, (laughs) so, last time on Infinite Horizon, uh, coming off of the heels of a very intense, um, kind of, uh, couple of episodes where everybody was a suspect in everybody's eyes and there was a spy aboard. uh, It it was revealed that there was a spy aboard Awakener um, as well as sabotage that was allowing Silverbreak ships to track Awakener through through, uh, FTL jumps. Um, Brings us to today. Uh, some of the highlights of last time, which I will not get too far into, but some of the highlights of last time include um, the crew discovering through some pretty uh, clever usage by Peach uh, of her powers that the spy amongst them was, in fact, their very own doctor, Abriel, um, who, with some questioning from from Mason, revealed that, uh, that she had been working for Silverbreak studying much of the phenomenon that were that was uh, that was caused by some of these uh, these artifacts that Silverbreak seems to be so interested in, among those things seeming to imply that among those things uh, was not only the warped that they had encountered on their first uh, their first excursion onto a planet's surface since after waking up, but also seemed to imply that there was something re- connecting these artifacts to the, these powered individuals themselves. Um, on top of that, uh, also seemingly Mason inferred that there might have been some leverage that, uh, or actually she as good as told them uh, that Silverbreak had some leverage over her in the form of a hostage, um, Abriel's own sister, in fact. Um, furthermore, there were some, uh, th- there was 
a out uh, exterior uh, some exterior damage that Olam, uh, having nobody else in in the vicinity to do it, suited up and went for a spacewalk on his own to patch up Awakener. Uh, it was a terrifying experience for Olam, um, and but in the end managed to get the ship patched up. Meanwhile, Bina and Jade crawling around looking for uh, looking for Sedona, their uh, their stowaway, found not only Sedona but also they found Alma, her actual living human body, uh, held in a stasis in a stasis chamber, much like that that all of them woke up from. Um, <clears throat> during all of this. The Silverbreak vessels arrived, um, began sweeping the sector for Awakener, and in that in that time, Alma, um, not knowing that she herself was a was anything other than an AI uh, construct, devised a plan that put her own life in jeopardy, uh, a plan that would allow Awakener to jump one more time once Olam finished patching the the uh the breach that had allowed um the silver break ships to chase them down um to buy them some time peach once again in unleashed the full extent of her powers probably pushing herself beyond anything that she had done before and shaped reality the way one would shape one of their own dreams uh to confuse the the vessels searching for them um in just a spectacular display, uh, bringing what was it? It was a difficulty eight down to like, what did you bring it down to? Like a three or something like that? It was. Yeah, it was. I think it was something like that. Yeah, a ridiculous uh, reduction. Bad. Very that was really very cool. Bad. Yeah. Um, in the end, uh, managing to work together, uh, Bina, Jade, Alma, and. Sedona kind of she was there uh <laughs> moral support yeah worked together to uh, enact Alma's plan and jump them away from the silver brick vessels to safety to relative safety um during all of this Abriel and Patch tended to Alma's physical body who at the end of last episode where we left off they had managed to extricate her from the smoking remains of the of the stasis pod and moved her to the med bay um where she sort of uh took her first look through her own eyes at the uh the crew of awakener before promptly passing out into an exhausted state um which is where we left off <clears throat> for now um We'll say this. It has been about... It's been about a full maybe 36 hours since we left off. Not a whole lot of time. There hasn't been a whole lot of time for uh, decompressing and talking as pretty much the immediate concerns were making sure Alma was okay and then and then after that, making sure that... Uh, that their plan had been successful. Your plan had been successful. Silverbreak no longer tailing you. Um, 
and then finding a place to set down and patch. <laughs> uh, well, you know, patch up the ship. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, in that period of time, basically people taking it in shifts to to sleep and operate the ship, taking taking small rests wherever they can get it, um, and working on the ship itself, m- enacting some more permanent repairs rather than the uh, the <laughs> dangerous uh dangerous uh patch jobs that you that you'd done in order to get away um we'll start uh just about uh as bina you are finishing up uh some of the last of the repairs <clears throat> the uh you uh, we'll we'll cut to Bina in the in the bridge as you're just sort of uh, routing pow- like basically if you recall last time Alma had in order to uh, to work on some of the things that you'd been working on had shut down a lot of the non-essential systems so right now basically what you're doing in the in the cockpit is slowly bringing them back on and making sure that they haven't been affected by uh, everything that just happened the massive strain that has just been put on the vessel um Looking out of the forward view screen as you're waiting, as you're listening to the hum of machinery around you, as you're waiting for it to kind of to come up and diagnostics to run, you can see out ahead of you um, a boundless expanse of uh, ice and snow. As you have sort of settled on a on a nearby planet, um, uninhabited as far as you could tell. Um, Looking out at that, you can see just sort of the edges of the of the view screen that has sort of frosted over uh, from the outside, uh, make somewhat obscuring your view, but not enough not enough to miss the uh, the moonrise on on the f- sort of far western side of this world as you are looking at it. The moon itself being very close to the planet, rising massive in over the horizon. Um, as the as the sky begins to darken, um, as you're sitting there, you can feel, as well as hear, the hum of machinery coming back on, as like the the soft beeping of the instruments. Um, comforting, it's comforting, uh, especially given everything that has happened over the course of the last uh, last couple of days. Don't like a silent ship. That means (laughs) shit's not running. Good to bring it all back online. Very true. Um, So, uh, sorry, I'm working on stuff I should have done before the stream. Setting up ambience. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, Sitting there, you you hear a very soft rustling behind you, Bina, as you turn... Um, and looking, uh, basically coming face to face with uh, with the Nelfin girl, Sedona, as she steps into the cockpit and sort of sees you, nods, and sort of awkwardly hovers near near the entrance to the cockpit. Um, do you want to come in? Uh, yeah, she, come on. She, she steps over and hesitates, and then. Uh, sits herself down in the co-pilot seat as she just sort of sits and brings she draws she draws up her knees uh, to her chin and sort of wraps her arms around them and looks out of the view screen 
she just sort of looks out and she says, when I was little, I, I, um, I grew up on a planet kind of like this. Cold one? Mm-hmm. Big moon? No. Mm. Not like that. It's cool though, isn't it? It is. Um, how, how long are we, are we staying here? Until I get all the systems back up and running, I'm assuming. Um, we still have some work to do. It seems to be going okay so far. I kind of botched a couple of systems to get us out. So hopefully that isn't, doesn't keep us stranded for too long. How are you holding up? Good. Better now. A lot of stress, all in one day. Not so great. It... We arrived at the best possible outcome. Yeah. She just sort of, her eyes sort of wander <laughs> around the around the cockpit for a bit. Um, Is she less, like, tense around us now? Is that kind of like yeah I mean, from like from a feeling standpoint, not quite from a yeah you hearing you there's still some traces of it still there, um a lot of it that is reflexive instinctual um mm -hmm. but the weird thing is, and you really haven't had a chance to think about it up until now, but yeah. thinking about it now. The weird thing is that it sort of seems like the tension that she was exuding pretty much all stopped the moment that Awakener completed her last jump. Uh, like, immediately. Like, it all washed mm -hmm. away. In fact, thinking about it now, you're almost... You re you're vaguely recalling noting a uh, like a, an overwhelming sense of relief um but yeah she seems much more relaxed now evident even in uh her being a little more vocal <laughs> yeah <laughs> starting conversations yeah um she kind of looks over at you and just says, how's, um, how's Alma? How is Alma, Jam? <laughs> She's been basically sleeping since, uh, since this whole, whole thing started. With Abriel watching over her and Patch watching over her. Yep. <laughs> yep. That checks out. Well, I haven't talked to her. Which is a little bit weird. You know, I still, you've, you've been around. I still kind of talk out loud and I forget that you can't hear me anymore. But, I mean, there's been nothing weird yet. So hopefully she'll be up soon. Um, Thank you. For... For what? I don't know. Just being here. I'm sorry about not 
letting you tell her? It's just... I don't think she wanted to know anyways. She just... She would have doubted if she knew. And then... <clears throat> well, I don't think she would have been able to do it. And if she was, then... Not in time. It's okay. I told her that she couldn't be mad at me about it, but I... I, she can absolutely be mad about for not telling her. I won't tell her you knew. <laughs> she nods and kind of slight smile. And just... You can you can sort of see that she's like working around something, and mm -hmm. like you can you can even sort of feel it a little bit, mm -hmm. um, like she's you can kind of feel like an uncertainty of like mm -hmm. not really knowing how to broach a certain topic but she's mm -hmm. just sort of we don't have to talk about it yet if you're not ready talk about what whatever okay you can if you want I'm not stopping you but I'm letting you know that it's okay Everything on the ship is a little bit weird. In case you hadn't picked that up already. <laughs> okay. I do want to talk about it at some point, but it doesn't have to be now. Um, you suddenly feel just sort of a surge of frustration. Um directed at me nope. or just like just in sort of general, in general. Mm. um she looks up at you and just n seemingly like as your eyes meet there seems to be this understanding that she felt something and she knows that you felt her feeling it <laughs> um as as she looks over and she just shakes her head she says it's just sometimes there are there are things that i want to talk about but I don't know if I should because that might change things and I can't talk about what I can't talk about so that I can talk about it with somebody to know what to do does that make sense surprisingly yes I have hurt people before by accident by telling them things that they shouldn't know and I don't want that to happen to anybody not especially not now and not all of you understandable I mean if it makes you feel any better I trust your judgment Well, I'm, I'm like you. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes 
can see how things are going to happen or how they might happen. Sometimes I see a bunch of them. And I can change things. I can try to influence one over the others, but I have to be really careful. Because sometimes, sometimes knowing causes more problems than not knowing. Sounds stressful. It's kept me alive a few times. Useful too. That's how I knew where where your ship was going to be. That's how I knew that I needed to get on on board your ship. It's why I stole supplies when I did because I knew Jade would find them. Are, are you going to make me leave? No. We haven't really had a habit of doing that yet. I don't see why we need to start now, if I'm being completely honest. I don't tell anyone, but I'm kind of going to vouch for Abriel, too. We'll see how that goes over. But no, you can stay as long as you want. Or we can drop you somewhere if there's a place you want to go. As soon as we're up and running again. Which, again, might take a little bit of time. Okay. I'm going to go find Jade. Uh, Sounds good. She stands up and she stops at the entrance to the cockpit and turns back around and she just says, You. She should stay. I think so too. And she turns around and starts walking back down, uh, out of the hallway. As you can hear her footsteps, soft, uh, retreating down the, uh, down the cock, uh, down the corridor. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I go back to work. At this point, um, where are the rest of you? I think Olam is outside making a more permanent repair to the fuel line breach. Okay. And doing so by watching what might be the equivalent of a YouTube video about how to do this kind of <laughs> industrial work. I mean, picture me with my like mag, my EVA suit on, but the, the visor down if there's a breathable atmosphere on this planet, mm-hmm. like hanging on to a thing with like, like a little, like a little data pad screen also like magnetized or taped onto the yeah, side of the ship or something like watching the video, pausing it really quick. And then like doing stuff with the, like the cutting and adhesion torch. And Got just my out whole there. tool belt, like out there with, yeah, just like, and like cursing <laughs> occasionally and like, 
<laughs> like dropping little tools and having to like float down and grab them and then like hover back up and so gradually figuring out how to how to actually fix that part is what Olam's working on all right i'll just be watching you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i good i don't so i assume that in these like how much time has passed you said like 30 uh, about 36 many, hours yeah 36 hours i assume that like after we were out of immediate danger that like mason and i are future have definitely made sure that we got abriel somewhere secure so that she could no longer send any updates sabotage anything yeah. like she would be secured somewhere on the ship pretty I much think, like, priority. med priority bay is very secure uh it is centrally located um does not have access to like exterior communication um plus it allows her to watch over alma and uh Patch is just sort of watching her the whole time. <laughs> just sort of. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then any kind of like areas that are Israel's areas in the ship, um, I would definitely probably recruit Mason to help me with this. Uh, you know, in those 32 hours, I want to go through all of her shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like everything she owns, like everything that she's been like typing in. Like I just. I want to make sure that she doesn't have any hidden way to communicate with um, with Silverbreak and just kind of see what what we can find. All right, sounds hmm. good. Um, Pull out my space equivalent of a micro <laughs> micro whatever magnifying glass. Thank you. Oh. I figured I figured you'd know where where the hiding spots would be. Yeah, actually, yeah. How how do you figure? <laughs> Yeah, I may have uh, needed to hide things, you know, in the past. I know a thing or two. Or uncover things. Yeah. Let me take a look-see. I imagine, like, a search sequence happens, like, montage of, yeah. like, tearing open yeah. things. And... Um, I think I'm... Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think I think we should make it a roll. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Oh cool. I think we nice. Um, I love it. Yeah, it'll be a, an intellect roll. The difficulty will be uh, will be four. Beautiful. Okay. Well, this is not. I don't have any training in uh, searching things. <laughs> Do you not? I feel like. Is that? I don't know. I, don't think I so. swear that you have something like that from. Sort of investigative. Well, yeah. investigative wise, yes. I, I, I'm sh- I think I probably have um, from uh, Guarded. I think it gives me. I just brought up my book too. Where did I put it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, here. Oh. It is. Uh, Guarded gives me things about discerning falsehoods and and such. Right, but doesn't the uh, the your focus, the uh, who solves mysteries, doesn't that? Oh gosh, probably. I haven't looked at that in a while since oh since last week it's not a while it's a week but it feels like more i don't know yeah what page is that on y'all's um i thought i had a bookmarked I think honestly on 90 something that was my guess at this uh, no, point no. the impart ideal basically has faded completely so oh definitely uh, yeah she is yeah she's doing her own thing now who knows yeah. Uh, and actually, while you, whenever you've like stopped in to check to check in on her since since it went away, um, pretty frosty. A little bit, but like more than anything, it just 
the sense that you get from her is more it's more like a like dejection is what you're is what you're getting you're you're seeing there's really no other way to put it you are seeing somebody who you're seeing a, a broken individual somebody who just was failed. who was holding on to by just a few threads and all of them just in one in one fell swoop just got snipped. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of she's still tending Alma and treating her, but she seems to be mostly going through the motions. Um, mm-hmm. She uh, she's doing what she can and what she's doing. Uh, she's doing her job, mm-hmm. but. She want things that would that Peach would notice right away. She she doesn't make eye contact at any point. Um, rarely looks rarely, rarely will look up at anybody. If she says if she says anything, it's not more than a few words, um, and not particularly uh, n- not particularly uh, projected. Uh, so mm-hmm. mostly kind of like barely more than mumbles. Um, oh, how's Alma doing, Gabriel? She's okay. Her vitals are stable. Okay. Good. Good to know she's doing okay. And I'm just going to keep doing whatever we're doing in here. <laughs> yep. Uh, Freeman, did you find it? No, I'm still looking. You should, you should be solved in perception from your focus. That's what it says for the f- first tier solves mysteries. Okay. So, train? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's a, Finding where... the clues is the first step in solving a mystery. You are trained in perception enabler. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's difficulty down by one. So it's down to three. Um, I'll I'll spend a little bit of uh intel intelligence. Yeah. It should go without <laughs> saying, by the way, by this point everybody has like recouped everything. Yeah. So, just... so we don't have to spend since I'm helping look for things. Huh? Or no. Can I be an asset in this role yeah. since I'm helping Mason? Yeah, absolutely. So we don't have to spend. Um I mean, if you want okay. to spend, you can still spend, but you're also getting an asset from... So I'll bring it down to a two? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'll just roll with that then. Okay. I won't spend any anything from my intellect pool. All right, here nice. we go. I'm going to roll. Six or better. And I got a six. How about that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Baby. All right. Oh, man. Um, you... Uh, you search through everything. You search through the space that she has occupied as, uh, like, living space. You search through the med bay. You search through everything. Um, after that, you even start kind of combing the ship to see if there are, like, little uh, sneaky hideaways and, and things like that. Um, it's possible there might be some little, like, secreted away caches that she might have set somewhere. But uh, amongst her stuff... Um, you find a lot of a lot of scientific data. Some of it is pretty clear that it comes that it came from uh, the colony. Um, some of it is observations on uh, basically they look like behavioral observations. Um, she was observing the populace. Uh, what is clear from what you find from her observations is that she was well aware that 
whatever Silverbreak was doing, they were doing it. Uh, they whatever containment they had dropped over whatever they were studying, they had. She knew that they had done it. Um, at what point she knew is unclear, but uh, at what point in the process is unclear. But it is very obvious that she knew what had been done, and was studying the effects of that specifically. Um, the whatever process turned uh, the populace into the warped that's what she was specifically studying um, you can see a few a few uh, theories a lot of which you don't really fully understand but a few guesses that she has written down as to ways that that such effects might be avoided or, or, pre or prevented in in many cases uh, due uh, given long exposure prolonged unprotected exposure to these artifacts um, there's also uh, Peach as you're looking around you also managed to find a, uh, a small projector uh, just sort of like a, a handheld projector probably no, no, no larger than like than, a, than maybe like a, fi a finger um, as you pick it up and you activate it you see uh, a holographic image projected of a much younger Abriel uh, with another woman who looks to be about maybe a little younger than her, um, both both Anzalonian, um, and you can actually you can see the resemblance. Uh, both of them are smiling, uh, standing in front of what is very clearly uh, a university, um, and you can see the the younger woman uh, wearing like graduate's gown and regalia. Uh, both of them are, are smiling. And Abriel has her arm around her. Um, she looks very proud. Just gonna kind of look at it, kind of for a second, and just take a moment, and then set it back down, and pretend that I did not see it. <laughs> um, you glance over it. Uh, at Mason, who's still kind of going through like the files that he's that he's finding, just sort of skimming them all. Nothing in there. What do you, what do you want to do with Abriel? What do you think we should do? Oh, I've been I've been giving it some thought. Ah. I can't help but think that if I were put in, in the same position, if I were in her shoes, I, I would um, I would do the same thing. On one hand, it's really not safe to have someone on this ship who's going to be feeding the enemy information about us. Even if we search the entire place, we have no way of knowing if she can, you know, sabotage something else without us knowing. But on the other hand, aren't our causes kind of the same? And we need a doctor. 
I just, I just don't know if she can be trusted to believe that we have enough power to help her. Hmm. We can at least keep an eye on her until we come to a decision, I suppose. We'll all, we will all talk about it. Yeah, your, um, your intern, Patch, seems to be keeping a pretty good eye, so. Intern? <laughs> that's what, that's what uh, we used to have sometimes in some different offices, some interns. Oh uh, yeah, in my line of work, we call them partners. Oh, okay. But it's all the same, really. Well, seem to, or they seem to do a good job. Yeah. I wonder when the hell we'll find out why they're here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let me know if you find anything in those files. I, uh, I will. I Nothing yet. And uh, no reason to believe that there's anything hidden. Not that I can see yet, but you never know. We didn't know that there was a... Uh, um, uh, an actual Alma until <laughs> recently. Who knows what else is on this ship and hiding out? You know? <laughs> Mysteries. Mysteries that need to be solved. I hope Alma wakes up soon. Yeah, me too. <laughs> kind of like Mason just kind of looks wistfully off in the distance. <laughs> I, I imagine that we searched for a long time and now we're just kind of sitting there like oh god it's sort <laughs> of so like many, it's sort of that so many mysteries to be solved <laughs> it, it's a little bit that feeling when you're like when you're like cleaning your room and you just like get to a point where you just get overwhelmed and you just sort of sit there like brain completely burned out and you're just sort of sitting in and amongst this like co the contents of your room strewn everywhere just sort of staring at it and and nothing at the same time. Uh, oh. It's oh, a little yeah. bit that. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been there a lot. <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and at that point cut to uh, to outside, um, <laughs> where Olam um, is sort of standing. Uh, oops. Trying to find the right conducting here. repairs in a much less stressful environment much less stressful um olam as you're as you're sitting there like wa watching the like the video and then going okay and kind of going between the video and, and the repair um you hear uh the like uh clanking of uh of mag boots coming as you as you look up and you see uh you see a heavily bundled jade who is sort of standing uh looking down at you and he says says uh i don't mean i don't mean to uh, r rush you or anything but are are you done yet no i uh i think i'm about halfway through honestly you you'd probably be quicker at this kind of he, thing if he looks at his terminal and just says i mean you've been out here for 2 hours yeah, it's the thing is, I it's kind of it's all it's all new to me. Um, no, I mean, I didn't, I I don't, I sorry, I just just surprised is all. I um. 
Well, if you, you've got a moment, uh, I wouldn't mind a little want, help. You want some help? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, Thank you. Thank uh, you, Jade. He, he sort of slowly lowers himself down, um, rigging up another harness, another harness as well, and like sort of lowering himself down to, to where you are. Um, and he says, he looks at it, he says, oh, actually, you're almost done. Oh, good. I, he, he said, I, guess the, he, I guess the last half of the video must be advertisements for something else. He glances over. He says, yeah. Oh, I, I see what they're doing. Yeah, you don't need to do any of that. And he like looks over and he just says, he says, see, this is a this is a different engine than what he's working on there. You see, what he's got is uh, the X forty three thousand. We we have this is this is well, this looks actually. If I had to guess, probably some sort of modified uh, version of the forty eight thousand. So it's a, they're similar looking, but they're they're very different in practice. So you actually don't have to mess with any of that housing stuff. Oh. Great. Okay. Good. He says, uh, "Let's see. Hand me that. Hand me that torch." Uh, yeah. And basically, he just like sets start setting to work. Um, as he's working, as and like he notices that you're watching him, he kind of does that like gl- glance up at you and glance back. Says, "So, uh, Abriel, huh?" Yeah. I like. I kind of like. I'm. I'm. I'm picturing my boots are still attached, and I'm in a harness, but I'm like also like clinging on to some kind of like greebling or something like that. Yeah. So I, I like turn my head and look up at the the rising moon. Out is it? It's like ice fields. Yeah, basically. Like oh you can, gosh, okay. you can see distantly. Um, maybe about uh, maybe about probably about, like about a two and a half miles or so away, where you can see where there's like cresting. Um, uh, ridges of that look like they're entirely made of snow and ice um shaped up into these massive almost claw-like protrusions from the ground um suggesting that there's probably some pretty intense winds that pick up on this world but yeah at the moment uh there's just sort of this soft uh gentle flurries that are sort of uh being whipped up by by uh Small breezes. Nice. Um, I have, and then I, I wipe some of the like soot and like like welding dust or whatever off my face with the arm of my suit, and I kind of turn back to Jade, and I'm like, "Yeah, huh. it kind of makes sense that it was her. I, gu- I guess it's still discouraging." Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I guess we just leave her here with with food and a beacon i don't know he 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 suddenly starts cursing as he like almost like just barely manages to to avoid uh slicing off one of his own fingers with the torch as he looks at you says wait really sorry what do you mean uh oh i don't know i haven't we we haven't had that conversation yet but i figure it's not it's not smart to keep somebody on board who's uh been willfully putting all of our lives in danger this whole time right i mean yeah that that makes sense we think well you 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 know or you know or more than any of us i guess you might have something else to say not anything really. i mean anytime i anytime i tried to ask her about herself she avoided the avoided the question i didn't really think much of it at the time because i you know, sometimes people don't like to talk about their past, but now I guess 
Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I just feel like any anything I think I know of her is uh, false falsehood. Yeah. She's she knows medicine. That's true. Other than that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll all have to talk about that soon. Mm -hmm. uh, don't let me distract you. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm actually done here. Uh, here he hands what? you the torch back. <laughs> no, like I said, you were almost done. You just uh, just needed to finish. I like I like look carefully at his work compared to mine. I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. well, good. Let's let's not spend any more time out here than we have to. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, here, let me take some of those. And he starts grabbing some of the tools that you have spread out. And, uh, the two of you, uh, sort of in relative silence, kind of continue like uh, lifting stuff up to each other, kind of handing it stuff up so it make it easier to carry back inside. And um, you you finally finish, and you're kind of lifting yourself up out of the harness and starting to disconnect it. Um, and Jade goes. Is that... I guess I just wonder, because... I mean, I, I heard Mason and Peach talking about... 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 Uh, what... What she told Mason while we were all working on... On the ship and stuff, and I just... It seems like she didn't really have much of a choice, or at least didn't feel like she did. It kind of also seems like she doesn't really have anywhere to go. I mean, I guess that's not really our... Maybe that's not our problem, but... I mean... I don't have anywhere else to go. And... Nobody else to help me maybe that's maybe that's all she needs yeah you know jade i i'm i don't i can't really speak to this with any more authority than than you can and probably far less than than peach and mason if if everybody on the ship wants to give her another chance, then I guess that's what we'll do. I, all I know is whatever her situation, I think we have to, this may sound cruel, but we may have to place our own well-being after those who have worked against us at some point, if not now. We've seen We've seen it. We we want to save everyone, right? We want everyone to 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 live and be well. But I don't. I don't. I don't think it's always possible. And I I don't know which. I don't know if it is now or not with Adriel. Abriel. What is it? Adriel. Abriel. Abriel. He nods and says, "No, that makes sense. I just." I just wanted to make sure because I don't really know 
what to think. I think I was hoping that somebody else did, but it kind of makes me feel better that nobody else does. <laughs> yeah. We're all in the same uh, ship in a lot of ways. <laughs> Is that what it's like for... Is that what it's like for everybody all the time? Oh, what? Never knowing what to do ever in any circumstance? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's my experience. I think some people are really good at making that look not true from the outside. <laughs> yeah, like Peach and Bina. Well, it, in their case, it, I don't know. They might, they might know what they're doing sometimes, but... Uh, well, from the outside, you, you never really know. I don't. And it kind of makes me feel better. That's good. Well, here, uh, like, I start to, like, lead inside. I'm like, at the very least, each of us knows how to do small things. We know what to do in small circumstances, like you coming out here doing in... Uh, eight minutes, which would what would have taken me 40 plus all the ads at the end of that video. Uh, so, you know, take comfort in that. Yeah. We all I have can, small I can skills. actually, I can show you how to install a, a blocker for those. You don't have to, you don't have to listen to all of them. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh it's going to change your life. I, I've wasted so <laughs> much time, Jade. You, this is, you're a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, also, I, uh, he kind of glances, kind of wrinkles his nose a little bit at glancing at, at your, uh, at your, uh, at your tablet, and just says, "I can show you some some better tutorials. There's, uh, they'll be more helpful, I think." That'd be great. Anything related to ship maintenance, this systems, computers, shipboard, anything. I think the more each of us knows about it, the better, better off we'll be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've already learned a lot. I mean, I, I, I didn't know anywhere close to as much as I, kn I know now when I first came on board. I just remember, I just remember uh, Tan just asking, asking if anybody on the ship uh, was good with ships, and nobody else was raising their hands, so I figured I'd help. There you go. Uh, wow, did it just get colder all of a sudden? I, I feel like it's been a process ever since. Okay. Well, that I pointed a gigantic moon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go inside. Clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you know if we if we if anybody brought any hot chocolate on board? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, out of character. Did somebody bring? Did somebody specifically say that earlier or not? I don't know. I don't think he so. Specified okay. ingredients for pizza, but I think all their foods oh, yeah. were just like general stock. Uh, let's. I'm. I. I say. You know. I. I think I saw some. There's a lot of coffee, but. Uh, I think under it there might be some cocoa or some something like that. There might not be as much coffee left. Mason kind of drinks a lot of it. Yeah. Mason has a has a. A daily regimen of consumption that's not necessarily something anybody should emulate. Um, yeah, we'll get coffee next time we stop down somewhere that stocks it, and if we don't have it, cocoa too. Yes. Chocolate. All right. Um, as you are 
approaching the uh, the the hatch on on the uh, on the top of the ship. Um, you uh, you he he opens it and you begin lowering stuff down to each other um, and eventually make your way inside. Um, <clears throat> so, anybody have any particular scenes they would like to have? Yes. Yes. Go for At it. At some point over the 36 hours, probably not for the first, like, I don't, after the first 24 hours after this shit happens, I don't think Bina sleeps. I don't think she stops. Like, I think she fully exhausts herself until she can't do shit anymore until she pass, like, has to pass out and then gets up again. And this, this is her next day after being awake for way too long. Um, at some point, probably after she has a moment to be like, oh, I should take care of being, you know, alive and stuff. Um, when everything's going good, she's getting systems up. When she has a moment, I want to go talk to, I want to go see Alma, but I also want to talk to Ariel, which I'm assuming they're still in the same place. Yep, definitely. I, I um, do that. There's like, to the point where there's even been like one of the emergency cots uh, has been like <laughs> set up in the, in the uh, med bay so that Abriel never has to leave it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, What's she up to? Uh, as you're stepping into the med bay, you see... Um, it takes you a second to get in because you're not used to uh, overriding security protocols to <laughs> enter the med bay. But mm. uh, when you do, you can see uh, Abriel is just sort of sitting, uh, sitting on the edge of, of the cot uh, just sort of staring at nothing with Patch in the opposite corner staring at her. <laughs> I've brought snacks. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to enter the room. I'm assuming the door is probably shut behind me yeah. or whatever. And I'm just like, oh. uh, Patch reacts to your presence first and turns and looks to you and they, they say, welcome. Have you come to check on the prisoner? Uh, well... I came to say hi to you. How's it going? Oh. Came to a multi multi purpose visit. See how Almo is doing and etc. Things are going well. Conditions here are optimal. That's good. And then turns and uh, looks directly at, at, at Abriel, <laughs> who has still not reacted to your being in the room. Yeah. Um, I wanna go uh up to Alma. It's am I just getting sleep? vibes from her yeah pretty much um she is uh there's a subtle difference between uh the feeling that you that you get from somebody when they are unconscious or when mm -hmm. they are just like or when they're just sleeping there's a very subtle difference mm -hmm. um right now you're getting this sleeping uh from her and uh being just kind of be like hey buddy I hope you're doing okay. Um, it's weird not being able to talk to you all the time. Uh, I'll see you when you're awake. Okay. And then she's going like, <laughs> like, to like pat her shoulder like gently. <laughs> like she doesn't, like from anyone else, it would seem like she, maybe she doesn't know how to interact with someone who isn't directly interacting back with her. Um, but so she's going to um, turn and like, uh, uh, Abriel's just like sitting on the cot. Yep. She's going to go and kind of, like, sit down next to her um, and kind of, like, hold up snacks that I'm hoping that I have some idea of the type of snack that Abriel likes over the past however long we've been in here. But if not, then it being a guest. <laughs> yeah. Abriel, it takes her 
fully about a minute or so of you sort of standing there, just sitting there, just holding out the, the tray as she slowly turns to look at the tray, then to you, and then back to the tray, and just shakes her head. Beetle kind of like t- turn and find like a stool that she can s- s- set it on. And just kind of like, I think she'll let the silence sit for a little bit and then um, I never said thank you. So thank you for helping. What do you want? That? To say thank you? You're welcome. I'm sorry this is happening. Also, probably doesn't feel very good. Being stuck in here isn't the worst thing that is happening to me, so it's fine. I guess that's, I won't say it's good, good to hear, but um, I guess that's not awful. That's good. So, has the crew decided my fate? No, I don't know if anyone's talked about it yet. That's probably not what you want to hear. But we've been kind of busy because the ship has been... I kind of busted it pretty bad trying to get us out of there. So I don't know what you've heard much of, but yeah, we're kind of sitting trying to do repairs and stuff. Well, good luck. Thanks. It won't be bad. Whatever happens from here, I guess. We're not gonna, like, I don't know, leave you on a moon or something. I'm not worried about what you and your friends are gonna do to me. If you could stay, would you want to? Hypothetically. At the moment, I'm going to be very honest with you. At the moment, I don't particularly want to be anywhere. That checks out. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, I've, I've, mm. if you were to stay, I don't mean like this, like chilling in here with a ba- babysitter, sorry, Patch, uh, or anything like that. Just like, 
I'm not going to say how it was before because a lot has happened, but like how it was before. Look, if you want to keep me around, that's your business. I'll patch you up as much as I can whenever I can. I will look after your health if that's what you want. Aaron, but I'm not telling you what I want. I'm just asking what you want. I can't get what I want. So, what you want is going to have to do. You help people. You've been doing that for us despite apparently having ulterior motives. You're good at it too, obviously. And like I said, we haven't really, I haven't really talked to everybody yet. But I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think you wanted to hurt us just to hurt us or anything like that. But you help people and you've helped us. And I mean, if it were up to me, I'd want to help you too. Uh, as you're talking, she sort of stood up and is now kind of like leaning against one of the like m mobile uh, examination tables as she's just sort of leaning up against it. Um, and as you finish saying that, she just, she stands there and you feel that sudden surge of, of like anger and despair. And you just see as she takes like the whole train, just throws it, whips it across the room, just as loud mm -hmm. clatter patch suddenly stands. Um, and she turns and looks at you and she says, you don't know a damn thing about me. I don't. kind of glances over her shoulder at Patch, who's, who has sort of stopped, just sort of standing, ready. And she just shakes her head and she says, I'm fine. She says, I've got a lot of work to do. Mess to clean up. Enjoy your snacks. And Bina will get up and head out. Head back to the bridge. Uh, you, uh, as you're exiting, you pass Patch, who is just sort of what, like, watching you as you as you go past. Um, the interesting thing is, usually, where when Patch stares at people, it seems like they're just sort of curiously observing them. This feels much more like a like uh, just sort of making significant eye contact and just going oh <laughs> like a checking check-in yeah like a hmm. Mm -hmm. okay then on my way out i'll just kind of like pat patch his elbow and just kind of like nod at them and before i head out um the door closes behind you uh, as you make your way back out into the ship um anybody else scenes you want to have I think that um, something Peach would definitely have done at some point, probably right after the whole, every, we were, like after we searched through Abriel's stuff and kind of had a moment, she would definitely go to lay down and kind of, and kind of rest for a while. 
Um, and I think that, like, definitely while she is, like, going to sleep, she sees kind of what basically she did earlier in the day, like, kind of the bending of space and, like, cannot stop hearing that voice that was, that was, like, talking to her. Um, and I imagine she just falls asleep, like, feeling like she's floating through space. Like she has in several other dreams before. All right. Um, then, I think, unless anybody else, else has specific scenes they would like to have. Okay. Then I think what we're going to do is we're going to cut um, to a little while later um, after everybody has kind of completed repairs and nourishment and all that as everybody has gotten a little bit of rest um, for the first time since touching down on the planet everybody getting rest simultaneously uh, <laughs> where everybody um, has all of you except for except for Patch and Abriel have uh, gathered in the uh, in the galley um, Jade is just sort of clearing up some dishes um, as uh, and as he as he's doing that he kind of he's grabbing Olam's plate as he sort of like makes eye contact with you Olam and he goes so what's the plan <clears throat> I, I turn and look at everybody else and sip my hot chocolate that has way too many marshmallows in it. <laughs> Good. Um, I say, I don't know, I, but I, I, I think that's something that we should decide as soon as we can. Right? How are repairs looking, by the way? Just to have context for this, are we a few days from being able to lift off again or am i like are we good to go like what does the ship look like um as far as everything that that you've been doing everything looks like it's pretty squared away okay we probably need parts probably mm, not how so are those cup how are those couplings sitting <laughs> you're probably gonna want to replace them soon next time yeah, you're okay. able to yeah, yeah they okay. they got well, they got a bit worn in the process uh, yeah, bo botched them. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. Just wanted to get yeah. for planning future things. Cool. Um, Jade says, Olam and I got the uh, got the the thrusters patched and everything is ready to go. There uh, shouldn't cause any more trouble. Um, eventually, we're probably going to want to do a full a full replacement, but right now I think we're mm -hmm. good, and probably should hold out for quite a long time. Actually, that's good. The power cells are all recharged, but the couplings are definitely going to need replacing. But yeah, that was obvious. But everything, all the systems are back online. Cold doesn't seem to be affecting us too much. That's nice. It's a nice. It's a nice ship. We've got a nice ship. <laughs> we should not stay here any longer than we have to. Um, as far as we know, nobody knows our location now, but we can't we can't be sure that that information won't get out somehow. Plus, I'm in a hurry to see this uh, professor. 
Definitely. I think that we we should probably address the doctor in the in the ship. Yeah. So first things we can't just leave her. I mean, she has so much knowledge. She has so much leverage over over us. She knows a lot about us. And if we left her here, she would die, obviously. Like, we I also can't... promised her we wouldn't do that, so. Okay. She um, kind of points at everyone individually and then <laughs> continues listening. <laughs> um, so if we have her on the ship for any period of time, like, seems like we will, um, we need to be very careful about what we are disclosing and talking about near her. Um, at that, mostly looking at Vina. Vina, <laughs> um, like, seems exasperated by that, and then is like, oh, just, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> tell her she, she, will, she could find a way to report back to the people who are hunting us. Um, whether she wants to or not, it's... If, if we left her here with with a suit, with shelter, with rations, and with a distress beacon, maybe her old silver break friends would just come scoop her up again. But she, I assume she'd share everything she already knows about us that she hasn't. Including... I assume that she's said everything at this point. I mean, our well, ability still be developing, so there's much more she probably could share in the future, too. Yeah, right. So, oh, this is, if she t shared everything she knows, maybe we don't want to go <laughs> to the professor so soon. But in any case, what do you think about that? Is that, is that foolish to leave her what are the chances that she'd even be found, I guess? I, I, I don't have a sense of that. Is, is it a death sentence if we leave her here in the ice? Even I, with a distress beacon? Even if they found her, it might be one. Yeah. Like, I mean, if her job was to be on that colony because she had debt, and then she continued her job because she had debt, while, you know, with us, trying to pay off that with us she hasn't paid it off yet if we just send her back she has nothing we'll just put her to work somewhere else doing the same thing we don't know them we don't know their deal to them maybe it looks like she's she failed them failed them twice who's to say that it's a death sentence whether or not we give her back to them we are kind of like a big payday for her i agree I mean, look at how relentlessly they have been following us. Well, I think you're right to be to be concerned about her, obviously. I mean, something that I, I do think, though, is that she might still be helpful to us. Um, I mean, if if we can somehow get her on our side for real, not just through like 
manipulations. I mean, she could be a really big insight. Imagine if instead of her being a spy on us, she was a spy for us. How, I mean, that would be incredibly helpful. I well, don't. first of all, you should stop talking about her like she's an asset and not a person. Can't she be both? Well, she's a person first. Okay, that's right. Uh, that said, you you really think it'd be possible to to start funneling the information from Silverbreak the other direction? If they don't know that we've found her out, she could keep sending falsehoods to them. That's kind of what I was thinking. I hadn't thought of that at all. That that would be. I, I like look at Bina. That, that would be a huge. Uh, advantage if she were if she was were willing to help us like that and i mean that would help her out too i mean if if they don't find out that she's been caught then she's still paying off her debt but do they let's see do i yeah i don't know if i've ever, what how how is how are they enforcing her her debt here what is what do they have over her they have her sister we get her sister back I mean that's what I thought too but according she doesn't seem like there's any way to help her she doesn't feel like she, there's anything we could do to help well I mean we don't know Abriel I mean everything that she's told us has has been a, a fabrication or you know a personality that she wants us to see so we have no idea if knowing if she's what kind of person she is i mean i like to i'd love to think that she is you know has is, is doing all of this out of desperation and love for her sister but we we don't know her i mean i i think we have to remember that I mean, we all could have died, today, you know, yesterday because of her. Not we saying could she have died in a lot of other ways, too. Not saying she doesn't deserve another chance. I'm just saying that we just have to be very, very careful with her. Yeah, I think that having somebody on board the ship that was willing to turn us into our enemy's hands is gonna wear on us real quick. It's gonna make it hard to sleep. It's gonna breed more suspicion and then, I don't know. I think either, I think pretty quick, either we gotta know for certain that she's with us or get rid of her. If not leaving her here, finding a safe place to set her down or something. Um, I think there's... given the circumstance, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, the circumstances. I think given the circumstances, um, there's still good in her. And I want to believe that this can be turned around. I can believe it because I got, I got a little, you know, insight 
as I do. You know, it's kind of has been my job in the past. I've got a good feeling about her. We did spend, <laughs> I was up in the observation deck and I was doing some investigation. I was doing my thing, you know. We got to talking for quite a long time, actually. I personally vouch for her at this point. She helps people. That's not something you can fake. It's like, it's, it's part of her. It's what she chose to do. I, I don't believe that she's being bad on purpose or whatever. Mason and I were looking through her, her files. I mean, she knew Silverbreak was sitting to warp. She knew that they were responsible for that. And she was just watching. I mean, I think what, that- What yeah, could one person do? It's the same situation. They have everything over her and she has nothing to retaliate with. Um, at this point, Bina, you feel sort of like, you feel, uh, it's more like you're becoming aware of a uh, growing feeling of, uh, of frustration and disbelief. Uh, as you glance over and you see um, that uh, Sedona is just sort of watching Jade, who is just sort of staring into his cup. <laughs> okay, fun. <laughs> so then, yeah, well, I'm going to kind of like also like eyes slide over to Jade. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do you know? He looks up. He kind of looks around, kind of makes eye contact with all of you, and then just... You have a say, too. Maybe she helps people, and maybe maybe she doesn't. But, and we don't really have any... We don't know anything. We don't know, and we don't, don't know for sure, and we don't... We don't have any control over what she does. But I thought we helped people. Being a being a points <laughs> points at Jade <laughs> with two arms. Yeah. Yep, that's the other piece of this. We help people. It's a big piece. What is? You go. Oh, we got a different. We had a. We had um. We had a second chance. There was every possibility that we would not have woken up from those pods, accelerating at a planet. That's something to keep in mind. Jade shrugs and says, any of us could have been her. And he kind of glances over at Sedona, who just sort of looks at him, sort of smiles a little bit, and then looks away. And he says, <laughs> maybe she would, maybe she'd turn on us if we helped her anyway, but. That says more about her than it does about us. And I think she deserves the chance to choose.
right? There's a chance that she might not even want to be with us. I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to her. She's... <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine she's loyal to Silverbrake by choice. Not with that kind of leverage. Okay, hear me out. What if we talk to her? I talked to her a little bit, so I think she kind of knows where I'm at. We'll see. Um, what if we come up with some sort of system, like you said, where she can continue paying her debts to Silverbreak, or at least from their perspective, if she so chooses. Again, if she wants to be dropped somewhere, we can drop her. I already offer that to her. She seemed very ambiguous on the idea of having choice, so we'll work that out in the future. Um, we give... She, she gets limited access to systems. Communication offline. She can only use it when... Uh, the rest of us are present to send whatever data packet at whatever interval she deems would be normal for this. We can feed them false information. She continues to maybe help her sister, and we can work on that as like a s subplot. She would have, I guess, probably limited access to the ship while we try to suss out whether or not she's being genuine. But we could help her and she could help us and maybe we can move forward from there. I think we should at least give her the choice mm -hmm. and see what she chooses. We better hope it's the right choice to offer help to her or else she's going to be the last person we can help before we end up in a silver break cell or worse. We got a second chance. She deserves one too. Yeah. Uh, Jade kind of looks around the table and says, I'm going to make more hot chocolate. Um, I pass my cup back to him. Yeah. Uh, and that is where we're going to go on our break. Oh, what? Uh, oh gosh. Ooh. Ooh, I love it. All right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a second and we're gonna get some some water. Go to the bathroom. Walk around. Shake. Uh, you know all that. And we will be right back in about 10 minutes. So don't go anywhere. See you soon. Yeah, See you soon. And we are back. Um, uh, that, sorry, I just had a complete and utter brain blank there for a second. But we're back. Uh, welcome back from break. And uh, where we left off, uh, the crew was discussing the, uh, the fate of Abriel. Now that she has been uh, revealed as a silver break spy, or at least on some level. Um, so, jumping right back in. Um, so, the next, the next few minutes proceed uh, 
either in silence or with small talk, just as uh, as hot chocolate gets passed around and, um, you know, you all is just sort of just talking about the day-to-day kinds of stuff um, for a bit. Um, eventually, uh, Jade looks up in sort of a lull in conversation. Just he turns to all of you and just says, so are we is the plan to talk to her about our plan? Mm-hmm. Should we all go? Or just some of us? Or... We can all go. I think we all should go. Yeah. For we this. Front. Dinner time in the med bay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, do we do we want to go now or? No time like the present. Yeah, let's get it over with and see if we can get off this beautiful icy rock. Yeah. It is beautiful, isn't it? Um, In a weird way, yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> like, as you're all like <laughs> gathering up your stuff, out, yeah. uh, it's it's still, you know, it's a really good cup of noodle. <laughs> uh, Jade Jade pours another cup of of hot chocolate and just. Says, Okay. As we walk uh, over there, I want to like fall in line with Sedona, mm-hmm. and just kind of like give her like significant eye contact, like, mm-hmm. like we okay? Like, <laughs> she just sort of looks at you, uh, and just shrugs. <laughs> Fair. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Vina will walk forward. <laughs> all right. Um, you all make your way ba- uh, over toward to the med bay. Um, where you can see Patch is still seated where they were, exactly where they were and have been this whole time, just sort of in the corner, uh, kind of right to the uh, to the right of the of the main door, just watching Abriel, who has moved from just sitting on the edge of her cot to laying on it, staring up her kind of her hands behind her head with one leg just sort of off the cot. Um, Mm -hmm. as she's just sort of staring at the ceiling. Um, The door opens um, as you make your way. You all kind of file inside. Patch turns and stands and says, I trust a a verdict was reached? No, actually. Sounds so ominous that way. (laughs) Uh, Abriel just sort of, as as you walk up, she just and uh, pulls herself up and sits on the edge of the cot and just looks up at all of you. Bina's just going to sit down, mm-hmm. like either on a chair or like straight in the floor if that's yeah. all that's nearby. We don't need to tower over her. <laughs> Not that Bina has that much height, but yeah. Sit down. Are Abriana are Abriana like the same height? <laughs> or is she, she taller? She's, she's probably a, about the same height, maybe just a little bit shorter. Okay. We didn't discuss who was gonna like pitch this, right? I just because I was just gonna start doing it if no one else. Yeah, you can take it if you want. Go for it. Okay. Um. So we wanted to kind of talk through an opportunity with you. Well said. Well, you. 
quite literally have a captive audience, so. Good one. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, a lot of your cards are on the table and you kind of know quite a lot about all of us. We don't know a ton about you. What we do know is that you have an in with Silver Break and they have something over you. If we could come to a solution where you are still getting what you want, you're still paying off your debt to Silver Break and you're not giving them a ton of accurate and helpful information about us, perhaps we could maybe help each other. Help each other. Look, I'm not ready at this point to trust you or forgive you for what you've done to all of us and, and what you, you could still be, be wanting to do, but I think you're scared. You're backed in a corner and you're scared and you need help. And you might, you might've noticed we kind of like to help people. So we're not just going to leave you here on this planet. We're giving you a choice. You said you don't have a choice. You do have one. You can help us out or you can give us a location and we'll drop you off. Wait, <clears throat> what is it exactly that you're proposing here? You know that thing you said was impossible that you wanted? What about it? Might be possible. We're pretty good at impossible. We are very good at impossible. I'm gonna kind of glance over to Bina, kind of like a, what is she, what's she, what's your read right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what am I feeling from her? Full on unfiltered disbelief. Yeah, okay, that's, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she is just sort of. In, in like a, in a positive way or in like a rage way, like. Like, fuck off for even insinuating or, like, disbelief in, like, a, oh, shit. Surprise. Full surprise. There's not really... I can't tell. Mm -mm. Just disbelief. Yeah. Got it. Got it. She just... Is... <laughs> are you... Are you actually suggesting that you would <laughs> break into a highly secured Silver Break detention facility? For somebody that you don't even know. In fact, for somebody, not only somebody you don't even know, but also somebody who actively worked against you, who betrayed you. If the opportunity arose. Definitely on our list. <laughs> We've done weirder things. I think in the short run, we were thinking, I mean, Silverbrick expects data packages, and if we're there helping them that that wouldn't be bad and then maybe we could save we help you stay on their good side maybe that helps out your your sister in the long run 
Um, as she's sort of sitting there, you can see, you see Jade just take a couple of steps forward, and oh. as she like looks up and looks looks at him, and he stops for a moment, like there's hesitation, and then he keeps stepping forward and just sort of takes the hot chocolate and just sort of hands it to her. As she <laughs> she takes it and looks at it just. I'll admit this is not how I expected this conversation to go. She sort of takes a sip. Mostly because it's probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Yeah, but like you've met us. Again, we've done stupider. Sometimes the stupidest plans turn out to be the most brilliant in the end. You've all done a lot of stupid things while I've been with you, but I promise you, this, this is, this would be the crowning achievement on that list. Why do you think? I've seen where they keep her. They, they explicitly, they explicitly, they made a show of walking me through so that I could see exactly how impossible this is. Maybe alone, but you have people in your corner now. Maybe, hypothetically, again. And if it's such a such a serious uh, detention center, there might be other people in prison nearby of high value to Silverbreak, which might make them potential great allies for us, or at least people who deserve to be out. You know, a bunch of... Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the enemy of your enemy is still your enemy. That's fair. That's just a, a perhaps. We'll backburner that one. But it's still a true statement. Look, even if... Even if I agreed to this, what... What makes you think I want your help? That's why we're asking. You don't have to accept our help. What's What's to stop me from turning on you again? A way out. Do you think this is... What's the whirlwind of emotions that just happened right there? (laughs) I feel like I watched like a... Um, Are we still on full-on disbelief? Not entirely. There's... There's a part of her mind that has sort of kicked in that you can sort of feel that's... The, you've mostly because you've felt it before and it's sort of the analytical part of her mind that has started like she's thinking yeah hmm. she says, 
Okay, hold on. I'm not agreeing to anything. Hypothetically. If. If this was something that that we did. What happens to us afterwards? You and your sister? Whatever you want. Yeah. We don't make people repay debts here. If you choose to be a member of our crew, then you're a member of our crew, and we've seen thus far we've got to look out for each other, so that's all it is. She, uh, kind of still holding the, the cup of hot chocolate, just sort of stares into it for a bit. She says, What would you want me to do? The data packets. Whatever you've been sending them, we'll work with you to craft some half-truths. Something to put them off our scent. Some things maybe they already expect, ways maybe things you've already predicted to them, things they already know, where there's information, but it's padding. Um, in whatever intervals you would normally contact them, perhaps. What? What do they ask of you? What do they want you to send them? <laughs> as much information I could as as I could uh, as to the development of your abilities, any potential side effects, anything that anything oh, that we could have fun with that. <laughs> anything that could help them perfect the process. And so I guess one thing to keep in mind is that what you tell them will affect other people. So can't fuck anything up fully, but that's good to know. It's worth pointing out that I was done. Oh. I sent them what I needed, what I needed to send them, and the only reason I signaled them to your location was for extraction. Hmm. They were ready. They were ready. They pulled the plug on the operation. They were ready to come pick you up. They needed to study you outside of their testing facilities. They saw your escape as an opportunity. It's how Ellis thinks. He's very quick to take anything that... any setback, and he's quick to turn it around to his advantage. Is there any way we could make them think they still need you? I... There is one thing. They didn't tell me much, but... In fact, they explicitly tried not to say anything about it, but I could tell they were... They were very interested in the ship. Yeah. Not just in the ship, but she kind of glances over to like where Alma is still laying asleep. 
I don't know why, well, but they never asked me any questions about her. They never they never asked for updates. They never asked for a report. And that tells hmm. me that she's very important to them. I mean, they sent a bounty hunter after her. Yeah. By the way, still might be on, uh, we might be on his radar. That's something we should discuss at some point, but. Yeah. I, I, I've seen a little bit of what they do, what they do with uh, people like you and the process and some of the, never seen anybody, anything like that. I, well, I guess since all the cards are coming out on the table, uh, the reason they knew that you were there was because I told them. I told them about the ship. The ship was there. That's why they sent him good to know hmm. <sighs> okay let's so don't. <laughs> so, so um if you tell them truthfully that you're still with us after we escaped their grasp that time, then maybe you can feed them information that'll lead them on a wild goose chase in search of this ship. Um, meanwhile, I don't know if it's possible gaining anything you can from them. And in the meantime, we'll prepare in what ways we can to get your sister back. What did you have to do? What was, what was the debt assigned to your sister? Um, hers was mostly medical debt when she what what, hmm. what did you have to do what was the my original assignment was to study the effects of the artifact unshielded on the populace um, to what end to see if there was some way of To see if there was some way of turning it to our advantage. What about the debt? What was a cap? Was there a timeline? Uh, Number of hours logged? I was supposed to find some way of controlling what those people became. Whew. What did you learn about the artifact? Not much. They kept it well hidden from me. I was only allowed to see it once in person. Most of my studies were focused on the populace, so there wasn't much that I could... There, I had no reason to see it other than to know what I was working with. They let me in for about ten minutes to take detailed notes, and then they told me that was it. That was all I was going to get to see, so... Hmm. Um, I don't know much about it, to be honest. 
I know that it's not the only one they've found. I know that Ellis is obsessed with them. Who who is this Ellis you keep? Uh, He's the one who yelled at us from the that big old ship, didn't he? From when we were escaping Eos. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I okay. I d- I didn't have that name yeah. written down. I was like, who who is he? <laughs> He's the CEO of Silverbreak. I thought that was Damien. Damien Ellis. Last name Ellis. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. I just, I only have the name Damien. <laughs> yep. Okay. He's, he's dangerous, Ellis. A lot more so than just, it's not just because of the, the power that he has at his command. It's, I met him in person when they first brought me up uh, from my original posting for this job. And he seemed nice enough. And then then he told me what would happen to my sister if I failed. And he did the whole thing with a smile on his face. Not like he was enjoying it. (laughs) Worse. Like it didn't mean anything to him at all. He's not someone you want to be on the wrong side of. And unfortunately... Well, that ship has sailed. Too late for that one. (laughs) Yeah, we're in that ship. We are in that ship! (laughs) Nothing changes for me. I've always been on the wrong side of people. Well, I think you're pretty cool, Mason. Hey, thank you. I just mean in terms of my past <laughs> employment. <laughs> okay. I'll... I'll do it. Is she being honest? Um, yeah, so that's good. <laughs> can I can I spend for like a motive? Yeah. To like dip into deeper than a. Yeah, you can do an inside spend. Cool. What is that? Uh, it's just a three and a leg spend. Does Edge eat that? Yep. Okay. Cool. Um. She is skeptical of this whole thing. Yes. But she is telling the truth about uh, about her position at this at this point. <laughs> As her her position to your on your plan. Uh, she says, "I even know how to do it." Love to hear that. She points over to where you can see Alma still uh, laying down. She says, "Ooh, okay, maybe love to hear it less." I'll just tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them that she's out. And it's a bit of a gamble because they haven't actually told me anything, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that information about her. That'll sell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
We need, you'll need something as to why you weren't found out. I mean, we could, I think this is going to be a lot of half-truths. So you could tell them that there was a stowaway <laughs> that was recently discovered who took the fall for it. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. She kind of glances at Sedona. Sorry, Sedona. <laughs> she kind of glances at Sedona, who, who uh, sort of takes a barely notice, barely perceptible sort of step back and behind Jade. Um, and uh, Sedona kind of looks at, looks at you, Bina, and nods. She says, makes sense. I like, I kind of look down for a second and back up. I can't get read on Sedona. How's she feeling right now? Um, nervous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but you get the or sense more than the average level. Yeah, you get the sense based. Yeah, you get the sense it's not for her that she's nervous. Uh, yeah. Um, she's also a grab bag of emotions. That's yeah, <laughs> fun to tune into. Yeah. Um, Abriel just says, "Tell him that the stowaway." Um, was caught and they assumed she was a silver break spy it's not entirely untrue events match up at least relatively closely and I didn't mention her in any of my reports so mm-hmm. think they'll buy it not sure. Well, I mean, if you give them information that would catch their attention, then oh, definitely. at least they'd want to listen. They might not believe me, but I think even if they don't, if they don't fully believe me, the promise of information about her might be enough to, might be enough to cause them to wave caution. Gabriel, you you seem to know a lot about power enough enough about powers to be monitoring us. Have have you done that in the past? What was your original no. posting? <laughs> My original posting with Silverbreak anyway was uh, just sort of a colony med tech. I signed on to different colonies. It's why it made it easy for me to fulfill my 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 actual role because it was uh, the cover was everything was what i had been doing already uh no i only know what i know because they gave me a dossier on uh heavily redacted files on things that they were working on but it gave me enough background in what they were doing to understand for my purposes it's why when i met you i knew that uh it was another chance to succeed where I'd failed with the warped before. Is there a chance that whatever information you give them here would be enough to forgive your sister's debt? Maybe. But... Chances are, 
any follow through on my part with silver break is going to result is it's all going to end the same way it's going to end with her in a box being studied day and night probably the rest of you too maybe worse plus so the stakes are the same on our end <laughs> plus some part of me sort of never actually believed they would give up that leverage if I was as useful to them as they said then I think it's time to tip the scales it's the only reason I'm considering this by the way I know because I, I don't think that you that you'll succeed but I know that if you do you're more likely to follow through than they are So take that for whatever it's worth. Like we said, it's a way out. It's, I think it's the best way out of this situation for any of us, no matter how small the chances. If it matters. I didn't tell them about, about wire and any of that. Huh. How about the Xenoarchaeologist? Wasn't relevant to what I was doing. Good. All right. So the next question is, do we fill wire in with another very risky thing that we're doing? <laughs> or do we just proceed? Well, with the like the rescue, you mean? Yeah, just keep doing what we're doing while still working on like we're gonna go talk to our contact while also have this plan brewing. I feel like we should tell her. Dina says, not Caitlin. <laughs> Might as well tell her it, the the worst she can do is get worked up about it and not stop us <laughs> at this point. Well, I mean, at some point we could push her and she could cut us off. I'm throwing that out there. That is something that could happen. But yeah, that's true. Honesty. Is I don't know. I mean, we're some of her only allies at this point. I don't know if she would, that we know of, but I don't know if she'd cut us off. I mean, we piss her off enough. I bet we probably, I bet that's a button we could push. Not saying we should, but I bet it exists. There will be a tipping point, and I, was, no, I haven't would not like yet. to be in. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I think, I, I think we could tell her. I think it would be a good thing for her to be aware of. Jade speaks up and says, she might even be able to help us. That's true. I, I mean, think we might need her help, honestly. I mean, she, more helpers the better. She orchestrated an entire uh, rescue of, well, people like you, and it mostly it kind of worked, and there wasn't even anybody on the ship at the time. So, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. If Abriel can tell Wire what she knows about her sister's location, why? Well, oh, Wire may be able, if not willing to give us a helping hand in that direction. Not a, bad, not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, she broke Zaya out, didn't she? Yeah. Where is Zaya? We should get in contact with Zaya again. I miss her. <laughs> get her in on this. I think she out. would like... 
Zaya wouldn't have betrayed us. <laughs> Zaya also couldn't probably patch us up, so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. Yeah, you don't want to have to have Peach be the one sewing you guys up. She would do a, a two out of ten job. Wait a sec, this is crochet. <laughs> Ooh, no offense, Peach. Is it that a joke? <laughs> she has very basic training. Oh, I love it. Uh. Okay. So yes, we tell Wire at some point, probably soon, before we move on to the next contact. Gabriel nods and says, well, then I better start taking some, doing some tests. I'm going to have to send them something. Have truths. Maybe be confused about more that you don't, I don't know. I mean, you're a very competent medical professional, but seem confused about it a little and say you can learn more. Half-truths? She uh, just sort of smirks and says, I know how to play dumb. Good to know. (laughs) It's a survival skill in the medical field when you're dealing with a bunch of pompous assholes. Sounds like you're suited for the job, then. She stands up um, and starts walking over to to Alma. As she stands up, Patch stands up with her. Like, they stand up simultaneously as she looks over at Patch. Uh, They they stop and stare at each other for a moment, and Patch just says, Proceed. She turns. I love that. See, I think we're not going to... They don't, we're not going to ask them to do that from now on, but they're free to do so if they choose. <laughs> um, Abriel uh, starts uh, checking Alma's vitals as she starts going through looking up at a screen and without looking over at, at any of you, she says, Well, Had to find the limit of stupid sometime. Limit does not yet exist. Jade, Jade, uh, kind of leans in as as you start kind of turning away. Uh, Jade leans in and he says, "I think that's her way of saying thank you." I think so too. <laughs> Will we be on this um, rock for much longer? You think? I'm not saying we should rush. Um, the ship, depending on the ship, where the ship's at. Um, we can go. We just are going to have to factor in a a, a a bit of an overhaul in some parts of the ship. But we can fly. All right, good. Uh, right, GM, we can fly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Jade says, oh, there might, the, some of the ship systems might be a little bit quirky for a little while, but... Uh, well, they did just lose a little bit of an influence, so yeah. that'll be new. Yeah. Mostly things like water temperature regulation and... Uh, Mind your showers. Yeah. Um, you see as, as Jade reaches up and just sort of unconsciously just sort of rubs one of his shoulders. <laughs> and he's just says, yeah, it, um, it's prone to rapid and extreme temperature changes sometimes. Noteworthy. Abriel turns at that and says, you have something you want to tell me? He goes, should I stay here? 
she says, sit down. Oh. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Jade gives you all kind of like sort of a, a, a pathetic look as he like turns and goes back to sit down on, on the examination <laughs> bench. Um, I just give him like a, as yeah. I'm like starting to back out the room. Yeah, yeah. forearm try, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we have a moment, I'm gonna step outside for a bit, I think. Hmm. I think I'm gonna. Oh, launch. sorry. I was just gonna linger to talk to Abriel for one second. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I will pop up then. Yeah. Seeing as that you're that you're that you're staying there, um, Peach. Um, you hear sort of like clanking footsteps kind of kind of coming up behind you as you turn and you see Patch just sort of standing next to you just saying if you don't mind I would like to take a short hiatus from my watch yeah you're you're totally good thanks for being such a keen eye you're welcome uh, and they, they turn and exit as well oh that's so cute okay um, okay. Yeah. As, as Abriel is kind of, you know, running, running tests or whatever, I'm just going to kind of, going to turn to her. Um, Abriel, I think, I think I am one of the only people who might kind of understand your circumstance in this moment. I have no idea where my brother is, Silverbreak could have him. Anybody could have him. He could be dead. You don't know any of this, but he went missing just like we did. He could be in a cell right next to your sister. All right. And I don't know where he is, but I can help her and I think that's let's just say it'll make it'll make me feel a little bit better um she at no point has taken her eyes off of the display as she's yeah. as she's been talking mm -hmm. and then she just sort of sets the the pad down and looks at you glances over at jade who is just sort of like sort of uh absently plucking at his at his garments yeah i didn't think i yeah. didn't mind that he was yeah. there and she turns back to you and she just says i'll be honest with you i don't do well with this kind of stuff the whole telling people things real things you don't you don't have to i don't know i don't know that we'll have a chance to succeed at any of this what i do know is that i would do and have done anything that i can for my sister And if you if you're anything like me in that way, 
then that's the first thing that any one of you has said that makes me think that maybe this was a good idea. Well, what can I say? We're full of good ideas, Abriel. Yeah, I've seen them. I'm still treating some of them. I guess... I mostly just wanted you to know that you're not alone. We're all alone. Uh, and she just turns back uh, to Jade and she says, come on, let's take a look. Okay, I'm gonna step out at this point. <laughs> Give her some space. I've <laughs> poked, the, poked the dragon enough, I think. <laughs> Um, so, uh, at this particular, Question. yes. If, is, do I know, is it possible, is there a way, and I'm not going to have Alma's help now because she would maybe be, have more insight than this, a way to restrict a specific individual's ability to send and communicate off the ship? Um, like, do we have like logins that you have to use or like whatever? Could, like, is that possible? You probably didn't have them, but you can certainly put Make them in them, place. Implement them now. Easily, yeah. yeah. That that logistical issue is close to the front of Olam's mind too. Honestly, so maybe it we, yeah, we can work on that. It honestly together. wouldn't surprise me if Olam had already started working on it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. I, like, I just yeah. yeah, I just whatever, and I'll talk to Bina about it too. Whatever mm -hmm. it takes to make to make the best security that prevents Abriel from sending any external yeah. <clears throat> communication. And honestly, any other instances in which that could be the case, whether it's someone on our crew or someone who gets on the ship without our knowing. like Right. Mm -hmm. Just good security protocol. All of our passwords had been set to password prior to this, and now we got to step up our security. <laughs> a temporary password. Yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta... Red one star. You cannot. This is bad. We gotta got to get it up <laughs> to the green five stars. Let's do it. Yeah. Capital um, and a, a number and at least two symbols. We have to reset it every week. <laughs> Thirty-five uh, characters at least. Dual authentication. <laughs> DNA yeah. tests. Let's go. Um. So, we'll just say Mason, you're standing outside, right? Is that that's? I was gonna go out and get some fresh air. Okay. So, as you're standing out there, um, you standing just sort of at the bottom of the of the loading ramp, um just sort of breathing in the uh, very, very uh, crisp, cold air uh, of this this world's um, polar region, which is kind of where you, you set down. Uh, and it's, it's maybe just a tad oxygen rich, um, but you're, so you, every once in a while, you start to get a little bit of like a sort of, heady sensation um but as you're standing there you just sort of taking in what has become a very cold uh evening lit brightly by the massive moon that is uh dominating the sky you uh you hear the sound of clanking footsteps making their way down the uh down the the ramp um as you turn, just sort of looking over your shoulder, you see Patch making their way down towards you. Um, as they turn to you, just sort of standing there, they turn to you and then turn and look back up 
out at the sky and over the uh, over the tundra ahead of you. Um, as you the two of you are standing there, eventually Patch just says, "It has been some time since I have touched down on a uh, on a planet." <sighs> I wanted to get a chance to see it before we left. Yeah, I, I feel the same in a way. How do you? How are you feeling? Hmm. Content. The resolution of the saboteur situation is. It has put me at ease. You said it was kind of like over oxygen. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to double down. I'm going to pull out a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Got to get Mason some cigars. <laughs> uh, Patch turns to you and nods and just says, I'm curious about you. Not you specifically, but humans. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Humans are certainly a curiosity. You are you know. <laughs> strangers to this galaxy. Relatively speaking. Yeah. Huh. I know I <laughs> I am I am a human. But I share curiosity as well. <laughs> I don't really understand humans sometimes. You were not raised primarily amongst your own? I was raised with... Uh... Yeah, not really. Uh, a lot of Keldro. Yes. Had a, had quite a few friends. We get in all kinds of trouble. Hmm. The origin of humanity fascinates me. My people as well. You are an anomaly. You are not from here, and yet you have you arrived and found your place amongst the other species. Well, I can't speak for all humans, but I've always been able to adapt to stressful, rigorous situations. It's why I, I do what I do. That's why I, that's why I'm still here, probably. Yes. <clears throat> the ability sometimes to... you mm. sometimes you can only take so much, you know. I have seen many crack under variety of pressures.
I... The next time that we stop somewhere where there are many people, I think I might like to go and see some of it. Other than where you found me, I have avoided large groups of, uh, of organics. But mostly out of fear for my own safety, but perhaps in the company of other organics, things might be different. I find that my capacity to understand organic species is limited when I have limited contact. I'm, you know, I'm happy to give you a couple pointers. Yes. Uh, just, I know we, with the way we found you, I feel like maybe I could give you a couple pointers on how to um, um, do a very brief, basic threat analysis of a situation so you don't get yourself in um, <clears throat> a sticky situation like that. That would be advantageous. Adventitious indeed. You're lucky you don't have to do this. To my understanding, neither do you. All right, well, no need to be a smartass. <laughs> hey, I like you, Patch. They turn and they, they look at you. I believe... I, th I believe the feeling is mutual. I don't think I've liked any organic before. Yeah. That's something you and I have in, in common. I greatly mistrustful, mostly, I think. That's that's always been my job. Hmm. Curious. Organics seem to share the same. If organics share the same mistrust for each other that they do from for synthetics, then perhaps perhaps my people are right in believing that there is no hope in there ever being a bridge to that gap. I really don't know. Hmm. This has been enlightening. Uh, and without another word, they just turn and just start walking back up the boarding ramp. <sighs> just another day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Every time they interact, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it so much. I love Mason. Mason has an intern. Jade is, Jade is Bina's in. When, when are Olam and I? 
<laughs> going to get interned. I'm I'm, I'm your intern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I'll give you college credit. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I live for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we'll cut to uh, we'll cut a bit ahead if that's all right with you, with all of you. Um, yeah. Yes. To, uh, Do we have the funds to replace the couplings? Is that like... Yeah. You, we got like a bunch of... Did we spend all... We didn't spend all of it. Probably not. Um, okay. You got pretty close, but you have... I yeah. think you'd have enough just... Most of that was in like supplies and in like more some of the more expensive parts. Yeah, I think I did a bigger overhaul, didn't I? Like there were systems that never fully got repaired yeah. after our fight on yeah, yeah, EOS. Yeah, so this is this is much more minor expense, but um, we will cut to um, a little bit ahead uh, as you are fully en route to um, to the uh, location where um, where wire told you you might find this uh this professor um it's probably i'd say by this point you probably have just uh a few a couple of hours before you arrive is there a system name or a planet or uh, a celestial body involved in the name of this that, that is, I can do we that put is a name to? What a, why I'm looking at my notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> then I'm stalling for time. <laughs> I'm asking you the question that you definitely need the answer to the whole time. Um, yeah, that... Oh, jeez. You would think that I would organize any of this. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. Of, you guys, you have no idea how much, God. how many docks are full of world building stuff. Yeah. Uh, this world is known uh, as... Uh, this is this would be Darilia three. Um, it is the uh, the third planet in an in a uh, eight world system. Um, in the in the border worlds. Uh, most of the other worlds are uninhabited. Uh, with the exception of the um the fifth world in the system which houses a um <laughs> a sort of a notorious um the best way of putting putting it is an outlaw's den um it's it's really much more of like a shady uh, trading outpost but it it carries with it some uh, some reputation of being a haven for pirates, for smugglers, for um, just really the what some might refer to as the dregs of society. Um, Ne'er do wells. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> I'm I'm doing my absolute best not to just say a wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> But, oh, uh, I was picturing Java's palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's effectively what it is. Um, Derelia Three, on the other hand, is basically home to a series of uh, frontier colonies, essentially. Uh, small. Um, actually, it's probably not even correct to call them colonies. By this point, they're not. They're they're not buildings that are. I mean, they're not. 
uh, they're basically towns at this point. They've been around long enough and have been built on long enough that they are no longer uh, the made of the prefab shelters that are uh, that come with um, with your standard colony uh, package. But um, by this point, most of the people who live on Dorelia Three are just full-on residents of the world. Um, it was one of the last worlds terraformed prior to the uh, prior to the border worlds de- declaring independence. Um, and as such, it is pretty it is pretty bare bones as far as what uh, what there is uh, in terms of in terms of um, flora and fauna. It is it is not easy living. <laughs> Um, but it is somehow the people, the residents have found a way. Um, was it the Anzalonians that terraformed it? Yes. Is, yeah. They, that's their shtick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Okay, yeah. Cool. And they're not the only ones who, who do it, but, uh, yeah. but yes, in this case it was, it was the Anzalonians. Um, so, uh, you... Um, you make your way uh, towards towards the world, um, and as you're arriving, you can see uh, Bina looking at your at your instruments. It looks like um, you're about like you're probably an hour or so from dropping out, dropping out of of FTL. Um, as you begin preparing for your arrival. I will inform the residents of this vessel <laughs> that that is the case. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, are the couplings holding up? If yeah. I check them, are oh, they yeah. they're, they're doing okay? They're All holding right. up. They're now that you have uh, Jade sort of at one point tinkered with the damaged one, with the sabotaged one, and got it to come back online. It's not something you want to rely on for the long term but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it'll hold enough it, it'll hold enough yeah um and during the course of this journey jade has been obsessively checking it um just to make sure so like to the point where it's starting to become just the slightest bit irritating um how every, every time he sends like a, a status update uh and it is the same status update every time <laughs> And that's saying a lot if it's annoying. Yeah. Bina miss over the top extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. Um But at this point you uh you see a a ping on your um uh on your communicate on your communicator. Oh. Um as you pull it up, you hear Abriel's voice says she's awake and asking for you. Immediately, mm-hmm. <laughs> fully, full tilt, run to medbay. All right. I um, like see her run and make sure to like pull up the controls in this place I'm <laughs> sitting in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you... Luckily, FTL kind of just does its thing yeah. until right. there's a problem. But yeah, no, she fully does not. She's just gone. <laughs> you make your way to to medbay, and as you arrive, um, 
the the door opens and you see uh, Abriel standing over Alma, at, who like seemingly conversing with her as she glances up and and seeing you, um, nods to you as you see Alma's head turn kind of in your direction uh, as you enter, and she smiles at you, um, and Abriel just says, "Uh, I'll." She looks over. She says, "I'll be over there," and just sort of steps over to the to where the cot is and bringing the 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 pad with her and starts kind of looking it over. Hi. Hi. I'll like go over there. I won't stand ten feet away in the doorway. Yeah. Um. She says. Uh. You can be mad. It's okay. I know I said you can couldn't couldn't be mad about it, but you can. You can definitely be mad about it if you're mad about it. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad. I, I understand why you didn't tell me, and I think it was probably a good, it was probably a good idea. I didn't, I didn't really need that, uh, I didn't really need that to think about while I was doing something incredibly risky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, st- I I still don't remember much beyond just what I told you waking up when I did. I just I just thought maybe you'd want to you'd expect me to know things that uh from before. Oh. anything nothing other than what i already what i experienced after waking up uh Hmm. so to speak well it's nice to meet you then yeah (laughs) it's weird i just i mean i i remember all of those moments all the the conversations and uh, being in the ship and I remember it all but it's like it's like I'm remembering it as somebody else huh or like from a dream or something it but very clear <laughs> I don't know it's it's hard to explain Um, does she like emotionally does she like feel the same like does this this like yeah she feels familiar for sure weird Mm -hmm. okay sorry this is just cool yeah (laughs) I don't know it's I feel she kind of get glances over at Abriel who's still not looking up and is still looking (laughs) over at the at the pad as she leans into you and she just says I feel like, I mean, I feel like myself, but there's, there's something else. Something gooey and organic on the inside? (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, (laughs) I feel, I can still, I can still feel the ship. Oh, really? 
that a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe neutral might be the best know. thing to hope for? Oh, cool. Like, I guess if you were on that Silverbrick ship with us, it would be ridiculous to not assume that something funky's going on with you, too. You think... You think I'm like you? I mean... I feel like it makes more sense to think that than anything else. I've been wrong before. Many times in my life, but... That might be a safe... <laughs> Jumping off point? It would explain why they didn't keep me with the rest of you, too, if my... <laughs> my thing is... This. this? Yeah. Huh. huh. Um... I... That... None of that is what... I, I just... I actually just wanted to say thank you for... For trusting me, and for letting me do what I did. Yeah, that was not gonna lie. If Orsai could go gray, jeez, you y'all put me through the ringer the past forty-eight hours. I'm not gonna lie. But you know the ship better than anyone, so. And if I'm gonna trust anyone with a ridiculous, dangerous idea of how to get us out, it would be you. Um, she, you can see as she sort of, her hand just sort of, can I, sorry. Yeah. I can't, um, she, I, I'm gonna reach out, yeah. I'll reach out to her. And she reaches out and very like gently just sort of grabs your hand. Um, as you've done many times before in the, uh, in the cockpit um but now feeling flesh and blood um, i grab her like her forearm with like all four mm -hmm. like all four hands yeah she just sort of looks up at you and smiles and says it's it's a lot better than with uh through a hard light projection yeah, you're very squishy. I'm gonna kind of like poke her, like in the cheek. <laughs> she just sort of turns her face away. Um, Same. And <laughs> she just sort of—that's the sound it makes when I poke. <laughs> <laughs> um, she uh, leans back a bit in the uh, uh, on the uh, on the bed and just, uh, which is basically like pulled up at this point to sort of like a half sitting position. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And she says, well, I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that she has you at, at her controls. We'll get you back up there as soon as you're feeling better. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I could I actually mean... physically be in, at the helm or... <laughs> Thanks for the raid. What? Oh, Dink Dungeon Elves, thank you so much for the raid. Welcome. Um, um, she just sort of frowns and says, it's a lot to, 
It's a lot to take in. I mean, after after feeling everything through this, the ships. It's uh, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of getting used to, I think. Yeah, I I have a feeling you might need a, a, a little bit of rest. I know you've been sleeping for a while, but yeah, I feel like that's not something you really walk off. No, not at all. Anyway, I just I just wanted to say thank you. That's that's it. I, um, of course. Not that I remember being this way before, but I'm glad to be back. Happy to have you. And then before Vina's gonna kind of be like, okay, I'll let you sleep. And then she kind of like turns and she's gonna like immediately turn back and be like, what am I doing? And then she's gonna give you a hug, give her a yeah. big hug. Yeah, <laughs> like, she. As if I'm gonna leave without hugging yeah, and her. Yeah, she, she hugs back, sort of, sort of weakly, but yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a gentle like she's laying down. She's mm -hmm. supine, so it's yeah. like what an awkward like yeah. Like a hugger, gentle pats, and then she's like, okay, okay, go to sleep, goodbye. And she's gonna like <laughs> turn on Dylan and leave the leave the bed. All right. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and cut to our, uh, our last scene for the evening. Um, thank you everybody so much for the follows. I appreciate it very much. Uh, oh, awesome. and welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, so, uh, we're going to, we're going to cut to sort of our last scene for the, for this, this evening as, uh, as Awakener, uh, lands, um, on Dorilia 3, just on the outskirts of one of the, one of the towns. Um, you can feel as the, you can feel her settling, uh, as she often does with that sort of slight touchdown bump and then, a slightly more pro pronounced jolt as she settles fully. Uh, you can hear as the engines around you winding down as the ship systems start, uh, start running into, into, um, sort of a, into just sort of, uh, idle, um, as you all touch down and uh jade welcome to delirelia three jade puts puts a foot up on kind of like resting it up on on one of the consoles as he looks out he says okay well um i'll make sure to keep an eye on everything so uh, okay we're ready to go if we need to um anything in particular you want me to do while you're gone or Whatever you think needs to be done, I guess. Okay, I think it's probably a good idea to explore more of the, uh, more of the innards of the ship. Maybe I can get Sedona to help me and. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's got a little, at least a little bit of the lay of the land at this point. Yeah. How long was she down there? How was it like? It was, was it like two weeks? It was pretty. Cl it was close to. It was pushing a month. It was. Oh shit! That's was, right. Oh god, yeah, it was, <laughs> it's been a while since was, we've been to Sulan. It was pushing a month that she was hiding down there in the. Uh, okay, yeah, the she definitely corridors. can head that mission. That is fine by me. <laughs> he nods. She knows the guts of this ship better than literally anyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually just found out yesterday that, that she'd been using some of the access hatches to sneak around the ship, so, mm. it's how she it's how she got food, so. That's yeah. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, Oof. so yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm gonna have her take. If she's up for it. it, yeah. Mm. Uh, <sighs> all right, 
Well, good luck. Let's go meet a professor. Um, you meet up with everybody else. So I assume all four of you are going. Are you taking anybody else with you? Does anyone want to come? Actually, that... come to think of it, really the only person who could go with you is Patch, and I don't think that Patch would leave Abriel unattended. So yeah, that's fair. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, Patch. I was like, who else would we like? Yeah. Abriel's not coming. Like yeah. All right, then yeah, just us. O- Olam shows up to the hold wearing like suited up with his what is now a weird mix of like his like flowing cardigan is like comfortable pants that look of a longtime academic with like a tool belt and a few pieces of tactical gear added on and his like tinkered glasses yeah. oh, i love this space punk. adjusting his belt mm-hmm. oh. all right uh, mm-hmm. yes well if you want to go out i can take watch and you can go out and i'll i'll take this one they turn and look kind of towards where where Abriel is like just sort of leaning on the door of the med bay watching all of you. And Pat turns and turns back to, to you and says, I believe we are developing a rapport. Rapport. Oh, buddy, I love you so much. That was a joke. Oh, got it. I, have, <laughs> I, I don't mind staying and watching. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, they're perfect in every way. I love it so much. Uh, Patch turns and steps back towards, moves back towards Medbay. And as as they turn and see that Abriel is standing in the, in the doorway, they stop and sort of tilt, uh, tilt uh, their head as Abriel looks and just fine, fine, and just turns back and goes back inside the Medbay. I mean, that looks like a rapport to me. I don't know what they're talking about. Jokes. All right. Good friends. Good friends. It looks like something. Looks like something. <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like something. <laughs> the, the boarding ramp of Awakener closes behind you as you all make step out into the uh, into the town. Um, it's maybe about a quarter mile away that you that you have sort of uh, set down, uh, walking across what is basically just sort of barren. Um, barren. Oh, we've done stuff to like cover our faces and stuff, right? Like that was that's. <laughs> Hood up, goggles on. I I am. Is this planet like like? Can we? Is there atmosphere? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is there busy? Like, is it a hopping planet or? Not really. I mean, there's there's quite a few uh there's quite a few towns of varying sizes that that dot the surface of the planet. Um. But it's not it by any means any sort of metropolitan center at all. There's we're talking like. The best comparison I can I can think of is just like some of the some of the frontier towns in Firefly. Like yeah. that's that's Perfect. what we're looking at here. Is so it like, an? Oh, yeah, sorry, we should on. disguise ourselves a little bit, probably. Yeah. Is yeah, it is it an arid environment where it makes yeah. sense to be wearing like a scarf or like a head wrap or yeah, something? Absolutely. I just have Dur- a scarf on. Durlia three is prone to to dust storms every once in a while. So like. That's absolutely Perfect. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So basically, the area down. that you're walking through right now is just sort of a, a wide, flat basin um, where there's you can see distantly where there are the ridges of bluffs rising up around this area, um, but you can also see where there is a river that seems to cut right through the center of the basin, uh, right alongside where the town is built. Um, the the terrain here is very rocky and dusty with a lot of scrub um, like 
scrub brush and and stuff dotting it um overall not one of the prettiest planets any of you have seen but as you make your way towards the uh towards the town you can see uh that the people here in spite of the rough uh the rough terrain have seemed to have adapted pretty well uh they're the town itself built basically around the river itself um as you make your way in you can see there's a a a keldro man who sort of walks up seemingly dressed in uh you can see that he's dressed in very like rugged desert looking like clothing um a lot of light canvas and uh and layers built to keep out some of like the the worst of the dust um you judging by the by the armaments that you can see on him he appears to be some sort of like some sort of watch or guard or something as he stands towards the end of town watching you approach and he looks up and he says, says welcome travelers says, uh we don't get a lot of visitors around here who aren't pirates so I take it by the fact that we're not we're exchanging words and not bullets right now. You're not. Not not pirates. Def. Mm. Good. Uh, what's your business here? We're here to meet with somebody, Professor. I, I kind of like step forward and like yeah. we're we're big fans of the work of uh, Professor Alessandro Tenoris and. Uh, we heard we might find him here. <laughs> Way I understand it, uh, the uh, the professor's gone pretty far out of his way to make sure people don't know where he is. So I'm curious as to how you <laughs> found out his location. <laughs> did we have a? Did we have like did? Wire tell us like we had like a meeting with this guy or was it just like find him? I think she just sent his location, mm -hmm. right? Pretty much. Yep. Mm. Like Oops, he doesn't I, know we're coming. I may have we, just spilled the beans. All right, let's we see. We have a mutual friend and we were told where to find him. All right. I'll uh I'll take you there myself. But if he doesn't want to see you, then I we'll will go. Yeah, you will. Mm -hmm. I think we might have some things of interest to discuss. Well, that'll Let's be... not antagonize the locals, please. Then we will start to walk. That'll <laughs> be up to the professor, I think. Uh, and without another yeah. word, he turns and just starts uh, starts walking into town, just leading you. We do yeah. have some things to discuss. <laughs> Um, he leads you across town, which doesn't actually take that long. It's not that it's not a very big, uh, big place. Um, but he comes to what is pretty clearly some like the essentially the local watering hole. As you can see through some of the windows, you can see some people in in the uh, in inside just sort of seated at tables. Um, a few of them playing some playing games. A uh, couple of them just sort of uh, drinking like solitary drinking and um but as he leads you there rather than going through the main doors to the place he goes to the side where there's a staircase that leads up um to where you can see just sort of like a um 
sort of a covered veranda that 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 encircles the the top of the building uh the the top story um walking up to one of the doors he uh he stands there and presses a button he holds the intercom button and then steps back and you, you just hear yes what is it uh and he says professor we you uh you've got some visitors they are. They said they're here to see you. That you have a mutual friend, but they've been rather. Uh, they haven't been particularly forthcoming about how uh, how they found your location. He, uh, there's a pause, and you see. Say, oh, that's that's quite all right. I'll I'll see them. Um, as you see the, uh, he kind of steps back, sort of hooking his uh, his thumbs into into the, his belt as he kind of glances at all of you, still keeping an eye, just very, like, very guarded expression and just taking each of you in, like, fully, like, the up and down. You you get the impression that this man is committing your faces to memory. Or as much as he can <laughs> Yeah, as much like, as he yeah. can, or at least your descriptions. <laughs> have, he's committing them to memory. I half unconsciously, like, copy his stance and put my thumbs in my belt, and as soon as I realize it, I, like, pull him out really yeah. fast. The, and, like, stand with my arms yeah. stiff at my sides. There's a, there's a few minutes, uh, or, like, probably about 30 seconds or so as you're waiting uh, before you hear the door just sort of uh, slide open. Um, I just realized we don't need to be playing that anymore. Um, <laughs> don't need to be playing computer ship sounds. Uh, beep, beep. The, uh, the door slides open, and you can see standing there a an, an older Anzalonian man, uh, probably well into his into his sixth century. Um, Ooh. As you can see, his hair still keeping a little bit of the like reddish tinge to it has gone mostly white. Um, just sort of a a shock of white hair that. Uh, that is sort of in a uh, sort of tousled mess um, as and, and as he regards you sort of with keen uh, keen uh, bright orange eyes looking you all over with kind of an avid curiosity adjusting a pair of a pair of spectacles as he's looking at, at all of you um, very well cut um, refined looking goatee as he stands there wearing clothing that definitely note him as an academic of some of some uh some high standing but maybe a little bit worse for wear like maybe he didn't plan or prepare for such a rugged environment um <laughs> he stands there you know, sort of adjusting his spectacles and saying um yes you, uh, i'm sorry do i know you uh not yet but we're hoping to talk to you. Um, uh, Bia kind of like looks at everybody because she's been told not to spill beans very recently <laughs> um, and says, Wire sent us? Wire, wire. Well, oh, yes, the, um, the, the woman with, who's good at computer things, yes. Uh, yes. Yes, she contacted me some time ago. Uh, right. I think she said that somebody might have been coming at some point. Um, Great scheduling no, habits. He turns and says, oh, not to worry, I, I'll, I'll see them. And the uh, the guard just sort of straightens up and says, you sure? 
He says, oh, yes, it's quite all right. And he, uh, he turns and, and makes his way in, back inside. Uh, the guard just sort of stands there, just stares you all down one at a time as you walk past him into the into the apartment. Um, nice to meet you. And then I will yeah. bother everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after after you hear the door close behind you before you hear his footsteps starting to walk away. Um, He's good at his job, huh? Yeah. The professor well, looks up and says, what? Oh, yes, he's uh, rather protective of, uh, of all the citizens of the town, which uh, until recently, uh, up until recently, did not include me, but now it, I'm grateful to say that it does. Now, um... No, no, hold on. There was something, something that I was. Um, you can see that this, this man is very distracted, but it looks like that might just sort of be his constant state of being. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he starts shuffling uh, papers around in the this relatively small apartment, uh, most of the surfaces of which are covered in some, um, some form of. Uh, research academic text or even just uh, some sort of scientific equipment that looks like it has probably been sitting there for quite some time um, possibly set uh, in a in a state of absent-mindedness and then ignored for a long period of time uh, as he sort of begins clearing things he says, yes uh, there was something about oh you wanted you were you were coming to ask about the artifacts. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I could use some assistance. Certainly. Yeah, okay. Well, then, uh, I suppose we begin with a question. Uh, How much experience do you have with pirates? Uh, Oh. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. (laughs) Of course, of course. Where we we stopped. Yay, pirates. Pirates. (laughs) Ah, you knew it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, pirates. Pirates. Oh, oh my. All right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's where we're, uh, leaving off for tonight so um i think before we we get into our usual stuff uh it's probably a good idea for our uh our newcomers to explain anything about what just happened so raiders thank you for sticking around thanks so much all those of you who stuck around um do you have any experience with raiders (laughs) 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 Uh, i love his his professor voice (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I've been waiting to pull that one out. Like that <laughs> I've been waiting to pull that one out. Anyway, uh, this is infinite. You're those of you who stuck around who are maybe brand new here. You are watching Infinite Horizon, which is our uh, sci-fi and supers RPG show run in the Cipher system. Um, oh. oh my God! Thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you so much oh. for the gift subs. Oh my gosh! Whoa! Thank you. Uh, that's. Ah! Amazing! Oh my. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Ooh, so awesome. we uh, we at Rule of Lore, uh, we are primarily a TTRPG channel, but uh, we do quite a few other things. Um, we've been recently branching into video games, but more sp- 
uh, most often we also have our talk show Ramblemancy, which we have on Fridays, where we talk about all kinds of nerdy stuff and have been having all kinds of great guests recently uh, and will continue to do so. So Who's going to be here on Friday? This Friday, we've actually got the crew from Cypher Unlimited. Um, those guys were some of the first people in the in the uh, streaming in the streaming world to sort of uh, invite us in, and ha- they had this they had us on their show and ta- asked asked us a bunch of questions about our channel, and it was pretty great. Uh, they're also just a bunch of really great guys in general. They talk primarily about well the cipher system, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about on Friday. We're going to be talking about the cipher system. So. Um, so yeah, you can uh, you can check that out, and on uh, on Saturday, as I mentioned, we're we're doing we're doing uh, branching into video game content as well, which is something we've been wanting to do for like a year more. Uh, <laughs> but we are branching into that uh, this Saturday. We are picking up with our Borderlands Two stream uh, with with myself and uh, John, who is resident bard in the chat. And also Bree Dedanen, who is a friend of ours and an artist and streamer. Um, and we're going to be playing Borderlands 2. That's my spiel about the channel. Welcome. I can't wait. I had so much fun watching it was, Borderlands. Yeah, that was great. It was a lot of fun. Sick. There were a lot of good clip so, moments. And yeah. So goofy. I love it. I was like crying laughing. Like, I too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be doing that. Um, thank, thanks all of all those of you. First of all, Raiders who stuck around and newcomers lurkers and of course our regulars of course um thanks for all the subs and follows today yeah folks. thank you so much it's hard for to call them out when we're in the middle of scenes, I know, but we appreciate really, yeah. you so much yeah appreciate it. thanks so much um unfortunately uh ergonaut nobody is playing salvador our uh our our borderlands 2 makeup is we have two sirens and one necromancer that would be, As m- it be. me <laughs> So, um, but yeah, uh, Henry, you have some, can follow up with some of our outro announcements and stuff. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, hanging out, being here with us tonight. Um, Here's a bunch of places where you can stay in touch with us, see some of our content, and support us if you so choose. We have a Patreon, and we have a coffee, and we have a... (laughs) discord where you can share your own projects talk about whatever the heck you want and also get access to some of the rewards that patrons get if you are a subscriber here on twitch so join us on discord get in the discord get in discord you can watch this show infinite horizon on youtube or you can listen to it in podcast form um so if that's more convenient for you check that out and i want to say a huge thank you to our pod squad and pod squad and of course, in addition to the people who can catch us live, but it's we're so happy that you can join us for those adventures in whatever way works for you. Um, let's see what else we got. We got oh, we got merch, which includes these sick new shirts that Freeman and Lucas are Check wearing now, with art by Caitlin. Um, Ergonaut, this is the fifteenth episode, I think. Yes, oh my god! Yes, so you can mm-hmm. yeah, so we're a ways in. We yeah. got some hours of you can. What? 15 pretty sure this is number 15, it is 15. This is 15. Yeah. you catch, you catch up on on uh youtube or through anchor or a bunch of other or pretty much for of... all of the common podcast uh, yeah. hosting places and if you have a different one you can get the rss feed from anchor and listen to it wherever you want yeah yeah man it's wild that this is the 15th episode 
It put, is. put hours into we this. We really like, have. A lot of time, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Thanks to everyone who's watched all those hours. Yeah, Holy moly. yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, yeah. I'll just like to, like to end, as always, by giving a, ba- a huge shout out to Monty Cook Games. Uh, yes. Not yes. only for like continually uh, liking and retweeting <laughs> us, but uh, our, our our stuff, but also um, just for creating great content. Which like honestly, yeah. it, it I say it a lot, but like every every single session of of a cipher system game that I play, I come away with like a new thing that I love about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, it's a great system. Oh, God, it's oh so they good. make good games. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so everybody, thank you so much. And much as, much as I hate the end of the stream, uh, some of us have to sleep. Um, some of us will choose not to do that, but, uh, (laughs) some of us will try, but fail to sleep (laughs) after the session. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us, for uh, for watching, for chatting, for just being here, uh, being you. Um, and we'll see you next time. Uh, and like probably, uh, Ramblemancy is the next time we're going live with the Cipher System. Sorry, sorry the Cipher Unlimited uh, crew, and uh, this Friday at seven p.m. Pacific. And so hopefully we'll see you there. But if not. We'll see you the next time you decide to come roll with us. Good night, everybody. Good night and good zone. Good night.